Hey guys, welcome to episode 16 of The Doctor and the Dork. This is Frank here with our co-hostess, Olivia. Hi everyone. So we are having all kinds of issues, and by we, I mean I am. I have apparently forgotten how to talk. Classic. I, it's going to be a long <laughs> podcast, everyone. We've done this intro three times now, but third time's the charm. So Yeah, hopefully we're good. Um... I'm going to let Olivia take this away. She has most of the week in review and the cool stuff to talk about, I think. Avi, what's new? So <laughs> this week, honestly, I checked out to go to Syracuse for a couple of days, and then I went to Buffalo for a couple of days. So me and darling Frankie spent a little bit of time apart. Um, so it was amazing. On Wednesday, <laughs> I went to Syracuse, watched my little brother play some soccer. Shout out Sully, his little nugget out there. Um, so that was fun, and then over the weekend I went to Buffalo, which is my favorite place in the whole wide world, and I saw my friend Danielle, and we did some apple picking. It was like the perfect fall weekend, don't you think? It wasn't even perfect here. Was it? Uh, no, it was, it was a little cold. brisk. It was, it was a little a bit brisk, cold here but it was sunny. It was sunny. It wasn't that sunny here. So let me tell you about our apple picking <laughs> experience. I don't even know if I told you this, but I think I might have. So like... I've been picking fruits throughout this entire coronavirus situation, as I've described on many previous podcasts. However, to go apple picking in Buffalo everywhere required you to buy a ticket ahead of time for a specified time slot. So you had to say, I'm going to arrive at 3.30 and pick from 3.30 to 4 o'clock. Now the kicker is on top of this, Becker Farms also charged you $15 to reserve that time slot. And you got like four quarts of apples, which like turned out to be sufficient. And it probably wasn't the worst deal, but it's just the principle of the fact that I had to pay $15 to reserve my apple picking spot. <laughs> and once again, what if I didn't want to pick four quarts? Because honestly, the apples weren't that great. I probably might only pick two quarts if I got out there and saw the condition <laughs> of the apples. <laughs> You are sounding <sighs> awfully whiny right now Ew. about some real basic girl stuff. To talk. <laughs> about some real basic girl. Be happy you even got to pick any apples. It's yeah. Rona season. And there were kids everywhere. And let oh, me tell you, this that's ground inexcusable. This ground was so uneven. I could hardly walk on it. And there's people pushing strollers that I'm and then if not you are kid, one of those problem. people who stop in the middle of the aisle and you decide now's a good time to just get your life together in the middle of the grocery aisle, in the school hallway, in the aisle of the apple picking, you're wrong. This man has stopped with his three children and his wife to unload their entire wagon that has blankets and toys and books in it in the middle of the main aisle going down the apple fields. Sir, yeah, this, this row here was made just for you. At least pull over to the side. Anyways. <laughs> I've got nothing to say on this. I mean, I sort of agree, but that's... He's got three kids. You got priorities here. Nah, you get you. You decided to have those three kids. You and those three kids move <laughs> off to the side. All right. So, guys, my take. I had some home alone time. Now, um, it was awesome. Not gonna lie. What'd you do? So I played play a play. bunch of video games. Playing. I worked out. And did you work out? I did. I did. I skipped a day, but I worked out anyway. <laughs> I had to double up a different day. So, but anyway, so I worked out, I played a whole lot of video games, I got to smoke my hookah, that was awesome, mm, nice. I love my hookah, and then, what uh, flavor did you go with? I went with Pirate Cave or The Cove. lemon lime one? Yeah, lemon and yeah. lime. So I finished that off, actually. 
And then Saturday, I wanted to hang out with my buddies, uh, Matt and AJ. Mm. And we went and got some barbecue and we rode around in my buddy Matt's Mustang. He got a convertible Mustang. He sold his uh, old man BMW. What color is the Mustang? It's white with red leather. So it's actually really nice. It's a V6 manual. Let me ask you, is it better than his white quad? Uh, Yes, significantly better than the quad, guys. (laughs) Way better condition. Um, So that was a lot of fun. Uh, I got to check out his Mustang, which I loved. He always picks out crazy sports cars that are just a lot of fun. Yeah. So um, then after that, we went and hung out with Brian and Aaron and Ben and Michelle. And uh, AJ came along and so did Deirdre. We went and hit a couple of breweries. We went and hit, uh, what was it, um, Urban Lodge in Manchester. And Illicit. And Illicit in Manchester as well. Um, both breweries are open. You can get flights now. Very good beers there, guys. Illicit has a game arcade. Lots of fun, just saying. I am now, once again, on the leaderboards for Cheater. Tetris. Top seven. Cheater. And by top seven, I mean I am seven. <laughs> <laughs> um so that was a lot of fun. After that, I did nothing for the weekend. I think Sunday I just cleaned the house and cooked dinner for us. Yeah. That was about it. Prepare to see <clears throat> his girlfriend. Oh, God. I'll tell you what, that was the most stressful day of the week. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I missed Olivia. I had a great time. But I tell you what, guys, having time apart is definitely a needed thing, especially when we see each other every day. Yeah, I agree. I think it's important. I don't know. I think my biggest fear of being in a relationship is that I'm going to be one of those people that lose their identity within the relationship. Mm. So I think a good way to avoid that is by like still doing things separately, doing what you like, going to visit friends, even if that means maybe doing some solo traveling by yourself for a little bit. Hmm. One other issue with living together is what to cook for dinner every night. You know, the struggle is real. (laughs) Being an adult, hard. See, when I was single, I lived off of chicken breast, eggs, and fish, and occasionally some red meat. And I lived off of pizza rolls, chips, and salsa, (laughs) and an occasional, like, once-a-week healthy meal to feel good about Olivia here can't seem to cope with just cooking chicken seven days a week. Nah. I don't mind. It's super easy, and uh, well, you chop it up. Frankie also always likes to make his chicken a little bit raw, um, a little medium not. rare. Look, the army gave it to me completely <laughs> raw, so um, <laughs> yeah, my medium rare chicken's good for me. Yeah, it came out fine last oh, excuse night. Me. Perfect. Um, Frankie also doesn't think anybody is able to cook <clears throat> hamburgers on the stove that they can only. That's be a myth. No, no, no. They can be cooked, not well. Yeah. If you guys can cook a burger on the stove well, I mean, not cooked well, but like, you know, not proficiently. Well done, but yeah. you do a good job. I mean, proficiently, it. then uh, please tell us how you do it. Frankie's oh, phone's phone going off in going the middle off. of the podcast. Oh, how God. rude. Ugh. Anyways. But, but anyway, yeah, guys, if you have any good cooking recipes to spice things up, give them to Olivia. Write us in. Where's the plug? Come oh, on. Dr. at gmail.com. Listen, nobody sent us an email besides AJ, but that's only because he had to email 20 different logo covers to us. So. But if you guys know us, feel free to text us. Jen, I'm talking to you. You're like the wizard in the kitchen. You make all kinds of good mm. things when I come over for lunch. That's true. Yeah, somebody give us a recipe. <clears throat> Jody, you're always cooking for us at camp. You got to know what you're doing. So, <laughs> all right, guys. So I quickly want to go over because I was... oh. I, I owe it to my buddy Matt Corey who brought this up to my attention because I never really considered it. But with our line of work, specifically uh, HVAC controls, we spend a lot of time in our cars. And Olivia, I'm catching Olivia off guard. Yeah, I'd say this isn't on the list. <laughs> so it actually is. It's the working too much oh, thing. Oh, right? okay. So 
and you, you're guilty of this too. I, I work. I am curious because how many people spend more than an hour or two a day in their car? And I just want to say, add that up over the course of a week, and you really do just waste a lot of time sitting in the car. And uh, I don't know. I just I don't have a solution. I don't an really... hour or more a day in the car. Yeah. Honestly, I don't think many people. I think your profession's one of one of the few. So I, but it just brings it to my attention how much wasted time I have in my life because I work an eight-hour day, and then I'm spending another hour. Let or me two tell in the you, car. babe. If Bill Gates, Elon Musk. Steve Jobs were in the car for an hour, they would be finding a way to make that not you know waste the time. So it sounds like you're making excuses. No, you want to know what they'd be doing? They'd have a chauffeur driving them so they could be on a laptop. And you if I had a chauffeur, so? yes. You think Bill Gates has a chauffeur? Are you kidding you think, me? Well, Elon Musk, he just, his cars drive themselves. Yeah. So um, I just want to point out, Bill Gates definitely has a chauffeur. <laughs> he has a secretary who literally plans out what books he reads. You think that man drives himself anywhere? Maybe. He doesn't even get his own groceries. You don't know that. It literally says it in his Next. show. Okay, on so you, you got all this dead time. But anyway, dead time in the car, guys. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What do you guys think about that? Who who feels like they work too much for too little, I guess? And I'm not talking working McDonald's for minimum wage. I'm talking who just who thinks that we spend as a society way too much time at a nine to five job? Because then I want to point out, like, Olivia here, before she can get a word in, <laughs> um, who, you know, she works her eight-hour day, yeah. and then, like, last night, until nine o'clock <laughs> at night, she's answering emails to her boss. I got to. It's no, just you like, don't. Well, theoretically, Show me, I don't. But exactly. Like, <laughs> theoretically. There you here's, go. Here's what happens if you don't, and you're going to act <laughs> like if Brian or Ben texted you a question, you wouldn't figure out the answer to text them back regardless of the hour. Because if you don't, it's going to be on your mind until that question's answered you not if I mean? you just well then again yeah. your boss he texts your personal cell yeah. i can at least put my work cell down sure i can put it in the other room yeah, turn the volume just off find you on your personal cell also i don't want to hear <laughs> crap about sending my evening phone mess because you went and worked at 7 p.m the other week other day but that was planned uh-huh. you ended your work day and then still were like okay and Whatever. then we're sitting there doing stuff and you're answering Whatever. messages i'm a hard worker any pharma companies want to hire me <laughs> yo i'm your girl <laughs> i'm not hating guys I'm just saying, who feels that we spend way too much time at work? Yes, I actually did want to piggyback off of that. I got to find the podcast for you because you'd really like it. But I was listening to this podcast that was basically like, we have all this technology. And the point of all this technology was that we could be more efficient workers. And therefore, we wouldn't need to spend time at our eight-hour, nine-to-five jobs. That we'd only need to spend a few hours there because technology would help us be so much quicker and efficient. And yet, here we are. And like we're just finding, essentially, busy work to fill the time. And, I mean, pretty much. It's just kind of funny because, uh, yeah, as I my day gets freed up, I just jam-pack more things into it that I don't need to do. But I, I don't know. I find arbitrary things to do. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I have a hard time finding that balance. And I think a lot of people do. Yeah. I think a lot of people just can't relax. You think so? I think people just keep working all day. That's fair. So. Well, I just have one more thing that I want to say, and then I'll let you end with your your comment. Oh, um, I don't, wait, what comment? What do I have? Huh? Oh, that um, is true. So I wanted to give a shout out to the anonymous person who left us a review on Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate it. We now have three five-star reviews. Thank you so much to everybody. 
I think that's how we get seen. I don't really have a clue. I, yeah, I don't know how the reviews actually help us other than to determine that we're a podcast worth listening well, to. Yeah, it's better because if, <clears throat> if you have like a one-star podcast, you're not going to show up in the top podcast category. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? But so. yeah, thank you guys for your continued support. We noticed that we're over 250 listens now, Woo-hoo. and this is episode 16, so maybe we can break 275 off of 16 episodes. That, that would be awesome. That reminds me, we need to set up our next guest. That is true, guys. We will have another guest for episode 20. Um, Maybe 25. You know, No, it'll be 20. Come on. <laughs> we can manage that. So, yeah, episode 20. Last thing we have for our little warm-up here we can review, guys, is Sober October is upon us. If you guys it's haven't thought really. about it's it. It's September 22nd. But... Eight, eight days away. By the next podcast, it'll be started. Yes, that's true. So, um, guys, feel free to join us in Sober October. If you're looking for a reason to get healthy, to exercise, to cut nicotine, caffeine, something out of your diet, I promise you, you will never regret spending 30 days. You can go back to your vice at the end of that month. This is just to give you Lord a perspective. Lord knows Frankie is. Oh, heck yeah, I'll be going back to the alcohol and caffeine. Don't worry, guys. I will be right back at it on October 31st, mm. Halloween day. Woo-hoo. So, Oh, guys, what are you being for Halloween? Why don't you send in your costume ideas to drindork at gmail.com or drop a comment on our Instagram. <laughs> yes, guys, please do that. But I insist that you guys do something for Sober October. You will not regret it, and it ends just in time for Halloween. Remember to start. A few days before October begins. Why don't you also comment what you're giving up for Sober October on our Instagram. And together we can be a community oh achieving our goals one day at a time. Well, thank you for the TED Talk, Olivia. <laughs> That's exactly what we needed tonight. You're welcome. Maybe an advertiser will hear that and want to give us an advertisement. Um, do you want to do your doctor I, segment? I'll go, I'll go through mine first. Okay. Because it's not going to be too Show me what depth. you got. So the first thing I'd like to say is... Who is running the CDC? Because it ain't anybody that's good at making decisions. That for sure. Whoever's running their news outlet needs to be fired. Yeah, Just I don't, stop publicating things. I kind of envision the CDC that there's like one person that's like, yo, guys, this is really what's happening. We need to tell people about this. And so then they post it. But then everybody else is like, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, no, that is true. But like we can't let the public know about that. And so then immediately the next day it's retracted. So what am I talking about? The most recent retracted CDC statement, which I just think it's absurd that there's so many that there's a most recent one, but is that coronavirus can be spread airborne. Now this, I remember trying to look into this at the very beginning of coronavirus, and there was a lot of kind of doubts, like it was kind of 50-50 of whether or not it was airborne or just respiratory (laughs) droplet spread. And then what I think happened was this is a complete conspiracy. There is no, I have no facts to back up what I'm about to tell you. But basically, the government or somebody was like, we need to let the people feel safe. And how can we do this? They will feel safe if we tell them it's respiratory droplets and we make sure that there's enough mass to protect them from those respiratory droplets. Because once it's airborne, as somebody said, if you fart, through your jeans, you can smell that fart in this because those are going through the air particles. I just want to point out, guys, this would be the third time the CDC has come out and said this is airborne, not water droplets. Sorry, CDC. You guys are dumb as rocks. Yeah. I, I just, don't know who hired these guys. I don't think but, the, the worst part is, though, I don't think that they're dumb. I think they're sneaky. 
I just wish they had a unified message. If you're going to lie to yeah. us, just lie to us. Right. Be confident about it. Yeah. Just, just bold-faced <laughs> lie. Stand your ground, guys. Please. CDC, get your shit together. I would this agree. is I've actually lost all faith in the WHO and yeah. the CDC. Yeah. Both organizations have shown that they're just really not ready for this. So what do you guys think? Do you guys think it's airborne? Do you think in a month <clears throat> CDC will say, actually, it is airborne? I just can't wait for them to come out and say we've all got COVID and just, well, yeah. roll the dice, guys. Have fun. I feel you. Like, That's pretty possible. <laughs> Um, I wanted to give a quick vaccine update, and that is that there is none. <laughs> um, I like thought I saw in the news the other day that a bunch of them were going to release their data all at the same time, and I guess I assumed that meant that that time was soon. Well, our predictions are um, but, uh, our vaccine predictions. Yeah, we still only got three. Well, no, One, no, no. What I was saying is yeah. the timelines we predicted for next spring. Yeah, well, we're Tyler said on, Christmas Day. We're pretty on par. A lot of them are all saying next year now. Oh, that reminds me. I read another article. I just read the headline, though. I forgot to look into it. That the FDA is now changing the requirements of what it would take to get a vaccine approved. So as I mentioned on a previous podcast, in June, they only required 50% efficacy. So I'm wondering if now they're going to up that the needed efficacy on there. And when I say 50% efficacy, I mean 50% more than the placebo group. I just want to be clear What's there. that mean, then? Um, basically, it means 50%. But no, it means like so if you had so somebody's being injected just regular saline and somebody's actually being injected the vaccine so that means if five people let's do 10 if 10 people in the placebo got coronavirus then five or less in the vaccine group would need to get it does that make sense yeah i've heard that term for like the flu vaccine is like 20 percent efficacy stuff like that it's only 20 percent effective more effective than that yeah then okay um so i don't know i'll let you guys know more when i hear more um i'm sure tyler will text me with a vaccine update that's usually what happens weekly after i post this podcast (laughs) (laughs) um the last thing i just thought i'd mention is i read an article it was talking about the elderly and their misuse of opioids and i'm not really gonna talk about that article at all but me and my friend were discussing this week how I just feel like every old person has an extra bottle of opioids laying around, whether it be hydros, oxys. I don't know, for whatever reason, old people just always got, throughout the years, they just must accumulate it. And they're like, I don't want to get rid of that because you never know. I mean, I've kept several bottles myself just yeah. from like oral surgeries and yeah. stuff over the years. Yeah. And uh, I usually hold on to them for like two years before I'll toss them. Yeah. Do you think you'll ever really <clears throat> toss them though? No, I have. Yeah. Yeah, if they get more than like two years old, I usually you're get supposed rid of them. to bring them to the DEA drug take back day, and you're not supposed to flush them down your toilet. Just so you know. Oh, I've been dumping those right into the water supply. I'm just kidding, guys. Though the fentanyl patches, I'm pretty sure it says to flush. Because oh. my old roommate used to raise her hand during class, and she'd be like, um, actually, on the back of the fentanyl patches, it says that you're supposed to flush them. And then the professor was always like, yeah, I don't know why it says that. No, I usually just throw them right in the garbage. I don't know yeah. Yeah. if that's any worse than flushing them, but I'm <laughs> sure it's terrible. take longer but... before it reaches the ground, at least. Yeah, I, I just toss them in the garbage, bottle and all. <laughs> um, so, that's that. Um, which, what opioids do you have laying around the house? 
I guess is people might want to think about. So you might got have some of your like lower strength opioids. So that's like your tramadol, your meperidine. I don't know who would have meperidine around anymore, but that was an mm. an older opioid used. Or you might start getting some of your stronger stuff, so like your hydrocodones, your morphines, and even stronger than that, then we're getting into like your oxycodones and surprisingly even like methadone. But methadone acts really funny, so it's hard to Wait, say whether hydrocodone's it's stronger. Wait, hydrocodone's a stronger like opioid? Hydrocodone's stronger than tramadol. <clears throat> okay. And wait, oxycodone is stronger than morphine? Yeah, so actually what? like when you're, when you're a pharmacist, a lot of times you'll have patients <clears throat> who... Well, they were like in the intensive care unit or something were getting morphine injected in. Mm -hmm. And so then they'll be transferred off the floor and the doctor will call and they'll say, hey, I want to like move over this morphine to one. I want to move it into an oral pill. And I also want to change it now to an oxycodone. So you essentially have to go through this whole conversion of first transferring it into an oral form. And then since oxy is more potent than morphine, making sure you don't overdose them. Oh, okay. I didn't, I thought morphine was like, top shelf I thought yeah I you would think so too. I didn't think it got any better than morphine no it's kind of the standard in terms of like that's how <laughs> all the other opioids are referred to as like when I'm calculating an equivalent dose it's in terms of morphine equivalence oh okay so all right it's interesting right learn something new every day here on the every doctor day. and the dork <laughs> <laughs> all right take it away I know you got enough to fill our time all right with. guys I got nine minutes to burn here let's see what kind of damage i can oh, do boy. all right guys so while i was home alone i stumbled onto a new game um two new games actually uh one of them is currently free in the playstation store i don't know about xbox guys because i don't have an xbox Lame. um but it is called spellcraft i think you should get an xbox for the benefit of the doctor and the dork podcast i how would... can you adequately explain full dork without i might have to but let me get to that okay so anyway spellcraft guys um it's another uh fortnite style battle royale game except with magic gloves and amulets and belts and hats and let me just tell you guys i suck at this game it i'm terrible i have no yeah i got killed literally within the first minute of every game the first engagement we had every single time i just got murdered Mm. and uh i say murder but i was just i got kicked out of the ring every single time mm. um but it, it was all i did have fun playing i even though i was losing next game i picked up guys because i love games like this world war z not the movie guys there is an associated game now i have to say i love this game so far it is my newest addiction um, do you because i feel like you're mm. usually just yelling at the tv when you play um mind your own business <laughs> that's how i play all right okay. <laughs> no, no no guys so it's i have a lot of fun there are different classes you can play um you fight hordes of zombies guys just like in the movie um you play all over the world the game is a lot of fun a lot of uh you can play with up to four people the story mode is very immersive there's a lot to it I'd say it's at least 10 hours of story gameplay. Um, and considering I picked it up for free, but I think I checked for my buddy AJ, and it's currently like $10 in the PlayStation Store, and it's normally like a $40 game. Better get it while it's good. <laughs> yeah, right? All right, next, guys. In the world of gaming news, um, so PlayStation during the PS4 and Xbox One age here, 
has basically had a monopoly on all of the um, exclusive games, I guess you would call them. And exclusive games are, hey, a game maker makes a single game and it's only good for PlayStation or it's only good for Xbox. A good example is God of War, right? Everyone loves Kratos. Well, you can only get that on PlayStation or on a PC. And Halo too, right? Well, but that's for Xbox. Halo is for Xbox. So Halo, you can only get it on Xbox or you can get it on PC. PC, again, the hell with them. They get every game, guys. Don't so, buy any of these new consoles. I know. Just, just get, get a, PC, a PC, guys. <laughs> realistically. Um, but anyway, uh, so Microsoft got tired of this finally, guys. So for the new Xbox Series X, they went out and they bought Bethesda for $2 billion. Now, guys, if you're sitting here wondering who Bethesda is, Bethesda, for you non-gamers, and even for you gamers, they have made great franchises such as Doom. They have made Fallout. They have made Wolfenstein. They have made Elder Scrolls. They have made the Dishonored series. Wow. And those are just the tip of the iceberg. I believe they also made Prey. Um, and there are several other games that they rolled out. And those are just a handful of their major flagship titles. Wow. Um, how much did they get? <clears throat> Tell them. How much did they get what? Yeah, how much did Xbox pay them for it? Oh, $2 billion. You didn't say that yet, did you? Yeah, I did. Oh, uh, you've had too many drinks. Snoozing You're done. Over here. You're done. <laughs> Anyways, guys, so they picked up a lot of games that are without a doubt going to become exclusive to Xbox. So they've really leveled the playing field for reasons why you should buy Xbox versus PlayStation. Because right up until now, PlayStation really Not had a Not really, landslide. though, because you told me that these aren't going to be relevant for this generation of Xbox. No, the next set of games won't be relevant. Oh. Right now, um, Bethesda has been working on games for X, um, for Xbox and for PlayStation. Mm. So the next set of games they roll out for this upcoming year will be for both consoles. But that next set in the next three years, you know, five yeah. years out, these games are all going to be on Xbox and that's it. So it'll, it, it'll give you guys oh, a lot like of reason. Guacamole. Oh, just stay out of this. You're done. <laughs> All right, guys. So moving on, I got two other things. Um, so the EU is currently, we're moving into international news. The EU is lashing out at Facebook, and not really directly. They've passed some new laws that really limit what uh, um, these social media giants can do in their um, with people's information. And basically, with the new privacy laws the EU is passing, Facebook is threatening to shut down operations in Europe because they're like, I, we can't you know, abide by these rules. So unless they track our every move there's, move, there's no way that they can survive? I have no idea, but yeah, that's what it seems like. <laughs> okay, it seems like Facebook... Shout out, Mark. <laughs> you want to come on our podcast and tell us your feelings, feel free. Who? Mark Zuckerberg. Oh my God. Zuckerberg. <laughs> Zuckle, <Jesus>. Zuckers. <laughs> um, but anyway, guys, so yeah, that's definitely an article. I didn't get a f- chance to finish reading all the way through it. But it seems like Facebook is now facing off with the EU yeah, trying to uh, debating privacy laws, which I think is a great thing, guys. Um, I think Facebook has way too much power over people's information. Um, finally, guys, last thing. If you are a traveler, if you love beer and national parks and you are looking for a six-month paid vacation. I'm in. All right, for you and one other person, mm-hmm. Michelob Ultra, if you go to their site, they are doing a national park tour. They are hooking up a lucky person and their friend or their dog 
with a camper that has a bathroom, a shower, you know, shower, kitchen, the whole nine yards. Um, they are covering gas money and a park pass. And all you have to do is go to the national parks. And according to their own site, you have to be able to hike tall mountains, take amazing photos. So basically, they're asking you to go to these national parks and take fantastic photography. They're with paying a beer in the background. With a Michelob Ultra. <laughs> the whole way, guys. They're going to give you a giant supply of beer and gas. And you are just going to go national park to national park for six months and just drink. And I did tell you, you what, enter into this I did not enter because it is not for me at this time. Um, but they're going to be sending you to a lot of um, parks in California, not particularly right now due to forest fires, obviously, guys. But I believe this is kicking off for either uh, next year or very late into the winter this year. Um, so, guys, feel free to toss your names in it for you and one other person. It can't hurt. It's free to put your name in. Um, but that's all I got for you guys this week. We have a relatively short podcast. That's it. We're going to end a whole minute early. Yeah. Do you have any plugs for us again, Olivia? Any plugs? Of course. Why don't you send us an email at drendork at gmail.com. Why don't you follow us on Instagram at drendork on Instagram? <laughs> Why don't you comment on Podbean? Why don't you... Go give us a five-star review on Apple. Maybe write a nice description about what two great people we seem like. Wait, are you asking for reasons why they don't? Or It's a rhetorical question. Oh, Why oh. don't you, meaning you should do this. Oh, uh, I, I thought you were drinks. actually asking them to explain why they would never do this. Guys, hit us up. We love the feedback, all right, regardless what Olivia says. I if wish you're gonna you all have negative feedback night. though why don't you email that to us and not drop us a review you know what i'll take the negative review no, bring no, it no. guys don't, guys don't anyway <laughs> anyway guys i wish you all a good night and we will talk to you next week <laughs> frankie's baby really I'm wants out. this podcast to be done hey goodbye everybody talk to you later bye-bye